Hey, welcome to the Juice Bar Experts podcast, where we are going to give you tips, tools, strategies for launching a new juice bar or scaling and increasing the profitability and efficiency in your existing juice bar. I'm your host, Andrew McFarlane. The last 10 years, I've been in the juice bar business, running my own juice bars, as well as helping hundreds of entrepreneurs all around the world launch successful juice businesses. So without further ado, let's get into it. All right, welcome to today's episode. We are talking all about your best customers. Who are they and why is it important for you to know this information? So I found that a lot of business owners do not research their best customers. They really, from my perspective, um, are leaving a really critical piece of information um, uh, out of their awareness and therefore are not able to leverage this information for things that we'll discuss in this episode. Uh, your best customers oftentimes uh, reflect what's known as the 80-20 principle. If you guys haven't heard me talk about this in other videos on YouTube and, and obviously if you're not subscribed to their YouTube channel and you guys like videos, we've got tons of content there. Uh, but I'm often talking about this principle, the 80-20 principle. And what this principle, it's also known as Pareto's principle. This principle implies that a disproportionate outcome, or we can say output, comes from a smaller input. So another way that this might look is, you know, in the food industry, most oftentimes 20% of your customers would be responsible for 80% of your sales. This is known as the 80-20 principle. Okay, this reflects in many other realms as well. They would say something like 80% of your customers will likely order 20% of your menu. Now, this isn't an exact number, it's more of a principle. It could be 70-30, it could be you know, something like 75-25, but the point is, is to understand where the disproportionate outcomes and output is relative to the smaller inputs. And so this is why in this conversation, we're talking about who your best customers are and what you can do to leverage this information is it's going to give you insight into uh, why this is really important. So first let's talk about how you're going to find your best customers. Now you might have a brick and mortar business, or maybe you have an online delivery business, in which case you're going to have some sort of sales portal. If you're doing sales strictly online, maybe you're using Shopify or using some sort of uh, plugin on a Wix site, but this hopefully should give you information on who's purchasing from you, what they're purchasing, how frequently, how much money they spend, all of these things. Similarly, if you have a brick and mortar store, you might be using some sort of POS software, I'm assuming, uh, and this POS software hopefully gives you insight into who your best customers are. Same thing, how much money are they spending? How often do they visit you? Uh, there might be all kinds of data around these customers. Now, this information is important for a number of reasons. The first reason is that the lifetime value of your best customers is astronomical. And so you want to make sure that you nurture, build, and preserve these relationships. 
when you know who your best customers are and you're in the store or maybe your staff is aware, you want to make sure that, you know, all of your customers, all of your relationships to your customers should be good. But it's even more important if, let's say, as businesses do, if you make a mistake on someone's order, but this is your best customer, you need to make sure, or I should say one of your best customers, you need to make sure that you are aware of that when you resolve that issue because that relationship is much more valuable than other relationships. And now, although in saying all of this, like I said before, it, all relationships are valuable. All customers have the opportunity of becoming your best customers. But the reality is that more people, there are few people who spend more money at your business. And you as a business owner, being aware of this, want to build those relationships and keep those relationships. So if one of your best customers has a poor customer service experience, you better be sure to do your best as you always should, but even more so in these situations to resolve those grievances. The next thing really to look at is how do you, when I said build relationships and build these uh, dynamics with your best customers, what are kinds of things that you can do to make your best customers feel special? Now you could consult with your best customers about things that you might be considering in the evolution of your menu that will make them feel really, really special. You could have events, exclusive events that your best customers come to. You can just treat them when they walk into your store and say, hey, Sally, you're actually one of our best customers. We just wanted to, you know, uh, your drinks on us today, just as a, a token of appreciation. Now, this is important for a few reasons. One, because your best customers are really your raving fans. The amount of money that they spend with your business is indicative of how much they love your product. And they're going to be the most vocal people about your product. And so you want to, in those moments, ask them, hey, have you left us a Yelp review? Have you left us a Google review? Uh, or whatever the platforms that exist out there. Maybe it's TripAdvisor. It can be a whole slew of things. And they might say, yeah, I've already done it. Okay, awesome. Thank you so much. We appreciate that. Or no, you know, I haven't gotten around to do that yet. And be like, hey, that's a great moment to ask them to do that. Hey, it'd be really great for our business. We know you love our product. Um, we just appreciate if you had a moment to do that. Now, there's other things that you can do to incentivize customers to do Google and Yelp reviews and all of that, and we won't go into that in this episode, but um, know that there are more things that can be considered. This is just one of many. The next thing is to really have conversations and learn about who they are as an archetype, as an avatar, because most likely your best customers will probably have certain things in common, usually. And this might be their age. It might be where, where they work or what kinds of jobs they're in. There can be a lot of patterns that you might notice. And why do you need to know this? Why is this important? It's because you are going to then leverage this information to pursue other people that might fit this archetype. So, for example, if you find out your best customer, Sally, is 34 and she works at a beauty salon, then you might say, oh, I can start marketing the beauty salons because there's a pattern here, maybe, right? Now, if you have multiple people, I should say that's more of a confirmation, not just one person with one thing that could be um, an anomaly. But you can also use Sally to ask her, hey, um, maybe Sally works in a corporate building down the street. 
would you be up for us dropping some flyers off at your building or who handles, you know, the food in your company? Is there any way for maybe us to talk about doing some catering? Maybe we can show up and do an event and talk about health and then sponsor a cleanse, maybe for a corporate wellness week. There's all kinds of things that you can do to support Sally and her colleagues. And so just knowing who your best customers are allows you to open these conversations because they are going to be the people that are most receptive to promoting your business to their friends, to talking to the people in the human resources department or the health and wellness department at their you know, big corporate office building, or the list goes on and on and on. So you're going to use this as a leverage point to help grow your business and support your business, right? What can you do to your best customers? You know, I know for me, I eat out a lot. I've had other restaurant owners come to me and say, hey, here's a VIP card. This card, we only give out, you know, 10 of these per year, but you're one of our best customers and you're going to get X amount off all of your purchases. Wow, that's amazing. It makes me feel special, but it also incentivizes me to order more from them more often because of that discount I'm getting, but also because I feel special, right? I want to maintain that relationship where I feel special, right? This is a really important thing to understand and there's going to be an infinite amount of ways that you can nurture these relationships build these relationships but you have to know who these people are first and foremost in order to do that right maybe you put them on a special email list and just maybe you just send them specific and exclusive content that might make them feel special right there are all kinds of things that can be done but like i said before if you don't know who they are there's nothing you can do about it so uh, seek this information out build and nurture and find out what these customers really like, what they don't like, uh, find out where they work, um, and just make sure your staff is aware so that they get taken care of, as all your customers should, and I sh that should go without saying, but in particular, your best customers are going to be the people that are most responsible for your profit at the end of the day. So really uh, take heed and, and note that as you uh, build and maintain these connections. So I hope this has been helpful. Uh, this is Andrew McFarlane with the Juice Bar Experts Podcast. If you guys ever need full support or any fraction thereof, we run a full-spectrum uh, consulting and development agency. We can help you with everything from developing your brand and your logo to your menu and everything in between up to even training your staff on-site uh, wherever you are in this world. So uh, you can reach out to me personally at andrew at starterjuicebar.com. We'd be happy to have that conversation. And until then, in the next episode, I hope you guys are doing well and I wish you guys a lot of success. I'll see you soon. Thank you.